This is the Lamplight Radio Play. When my dad died, I would never trade anything for that experience. Don't worry about us, Dad. You've taught us well. We're all going to be fine. You could let go, Paul. Because we'll keep you with us. And he does let go. And it's heartbreaking and magical at the same time. We'll never stop loving you. We'll love you, Dad. As close to closure as you could ever get. I love you, Dad. But reality sets in when the guys from the funeral parlor arrive. I'm the Chapman Funeral Home. Yes, hello, thank you for coming. He's right over here. They zip him up in a bag, and he's gone. He's gone. (laughs) I try to remember the heartbreaking magic of 30 minutes ago. I push my thumbs into my eyes until the spots dance. I wish I had more time with him. I'm back in the hospital waiting room. I hear my sister coming down the hall. I know how this goes. She'll be holding a clipboard in her hand. She'll be glad I'm here, but has to come and tell me the news. John. Hey, Claire. This is the moment. It all goes bad. You should sit. Okay. cancer. It started in his lungs, but uh, it spread to multiple places through his body. He has about a month. Mm-hmm. You seem like you were expecting this. I suppose I was. Why? I, um... I think I might know. Because he smoked for 30 years. R- right, but Look, I don't know about you. John, you're back. Hey, Leslie. This is my stepmom, Leslie. Thanks for coming. She hasn't left Dad since it started. He's awake. He'd love to see you. Right, let's go. I find myself once again trying to summon my first memory of him. I never do. But this time, I find something else. I was four, and I was playing in the front yard of our house. And I found a gopher hole. Are you ready? Hey, don't, hey, don't put your hand in there. It's okay. If there's a mole in there, he's gonna bite you. <coughs> I yanked my hand out of the hole, and there was a small furry thing hanging from it. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. He squeezed it until it opened its mouth. Okay, see? Just two little pin pricks. Let's go ahead and get that cleaned up. I go into Dad's hospital room. He looks like he's made of gray paper. Johnny, good to see you. Hi, Dad. He didn't used to look so old. Sorry to cause you any trouble. It's trouble I wouldn't miss, right? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm all right. I just have the sense that I'm not going to make it out of this crap. It's happening to him too. And I still don't know what to say. I was approaching seven when he broke up with my mom and moved out. I never really forgave him for it. I'd see him on weekends when we went down to his place. I usually sat in the kitchen alone and read or wrote stories while he watched ball games in the other room. 
we weren't alike at all. Dad spent two and a half weeks in the hospital, where he had surgery to remove the cancer from his liver and stomach. How you doing? Can I get you anything? Yeah, a personal size buffalo chicken pizza. Ick. You know it'll make you sick. It makes me sick just thinking of it. <clears throat> I'm in a hospital, Leslie. I'm supposed to be sick. I can't do this again. I'm going for a walk. Okay. The first two times, Claris was tough. She's a nurse out of Hawaii, and to hear her tell it, she's got a rock-solid bedside manner. But this bed had Dad in it, and it's worn her down. We take turns staying with him. He sleeps a lot, and there's so much waiting. There's only one comfortable chair in his room. It's green with a raised design of ropey twirls that I've memorized. I spend hours staring at the window. It has some cracks in the bottom left corner. I feel like I'm stuck in the middle of forever. Hey, John. Can you see if there's a game on? Hey, you're awake. How you feeling? Proud of my kids. Shut up, Dad. We were so different. He was an outdoorsman. And one time I tried to go out hunting. But the thought of killing an animal made me sick. Instead, I just sat against the tree and daydreamed. Almost there. It was eventually decided there wasn't much more that could be done. So he was sent home to spend his final days with us. Ah, uh, thanks. It was Christmas weekend. Watch your leg. He finally got his buffalo pizza. And then he threw it up. And from then on, he was asleep more than awake. O's beat the Yankees last night, six to four. He's asleep. Yeah, I know. Take a break. He's back to tucking on the sheet. Okay. We should do something differently. What on earth would we do differently? Look, I don't know, someone should leave. I'm not going to abandon him. Yeah, I'm not either. Me neither, but maybe someone should. Well, I'm not leaving, but one of you two really should. There's no need for you guys to go through it again. I don't want to change anything. Maybe we can change the order of the shifts? Change the length, too, so it isn't exactly the same? I like that idea. Yeah. We'll start with that. We switch up the shifts from how we had before. And I try to do things differently, but it's all cosmetic. I sit on the other side of the bed, for instance. But it all blurs together. And I find myself staring at the window for hours. <coughs> then the day comes. And for the first time, it happens on my shift. I had been tracing a tattoo on his hand. And he has a scar on the other side of his pinky that I'd never noticed before. I was thinking about that damn hunting trip. When I told him about it, he simply said it wasn't for everyone. Well, it's not for everyone. I remember one day in college, I got mad about something and wrote him a nasty barbed letter. And the next time I saw him, hey, Dad. it was as if nothing had happened. Good to see you, John. The anger between us, it only came from one direction. I'm sorry we didn't have a better relationship, Dad. That was my fault. Thanks for always taking me back. 
This was the first time I told him that. <coughs> Guys, I think you should be in here. Claire? Yeah? Come on. It's time. We're all here, Paul. <coughs> Me and the kids. When my dad died, I would never trade anything for that experience. You've made an amazing family. We'll keep you with us. Don't worry about us, Dad. You've taught us well. You could let go, Paul. And he does let go. And it's heartbreaking and magical at the same time. I'll never stop loving you. I love you, Dad. As close to closure as you could ever get. I love you, Dad. But reality sets in when the guys from the funeral parlor arrive. I'm the Chapman Funeral Home. Yes, hello, thank you for coming. He's right over here. They zip him up in a bag, and he's gone. Oh. He's gone. <laughs> I'm not sure which one of us made it this way. Damn it! I don't know whose grief was so strong that this was the answer to a prayer. But to have to go through this last month over and over, I hope it wasn't me. John. Hey, Claire. That was Possessed by a Broken Window, based on the story by John Bowden, found in Volume 3, Issue 3. John was Devin Clark, Claris was Robin Buck, Leslie, Jennifer Eagle, and Dad, played by Tom Wade. Adapted and produced by Andrew Wardlaw. The loss of a loved one is a deeply personal experience. By creating a scene so specific, Bowden invokes a loss that is universal and brings along the repercussions of a familiar wish. You can find more stories like this in the pages of Lamplight Magazine. You can get a subscription on our website and we'll send ebooks to your inbox or Kindle. I'm Jacob Haddon, editor of Lamplight Magazine, the Lamplight Radio Plays produced by Andrew Wardlaw and myself. You can follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or direct on our website, lamplightmagazine.com. See you next time. <laughs>